The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Welcome everyone to the very first of what we hope will be a great series of podcasts uh, called Conversations with Carlton and uh, a, a TEDC production. Um, it is with great pleasure today that we have really one of the most important people uh, in the history of the TEDC uh, be our first guest on Conversations with Carlton, and that is the one and only Nancy Carol Wyndham. Good morning, Nancy. Jeez. Good morning, Carlton and everyone. How is it going with you? It's great. Uh, it is so great to have you. Um, we've got a lot of ground to cover this morning. Um, Nancy, you have been um, not only a very important person to the history of the TEDC, you've had a very distinguished career in economic development. And, and I want to spend some time talking about that and spend, spend some time talking about um, your career uh, directly associated with the TEDC. But before we get to that, I would really uh, like to, uh, for everyone to uh, know a little bit more about your background. Um, I know you're an East Texas gal, but uh, tell us about uh, growing up, where you grew up, and uh, what you did, and then we'll get into uh, um, not only the TDC, but uh, talk about your great career. Well, thank you, Carlton, and I appreciate that great introduction. Um, unworthy at times, but I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to try to sum this up quickly. I had um, mentioned if I listed all the places I had been, um, it would be a week-long conversation, and I want to hit the hotspots. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always tell people, they said, Nancy, you know everybody. And I said, well, when you get as old as I am and you remain in the same profession, you too will be blessed to know so many people from across the United States and outside our borders uh, that you have either done business with or have been affiliated with. So I just want to be, you know, stop and be thankful for the people that have made those connections for me and the opportunities that I've had along the way. Um, I started out as a, a little East Texas girl. I am totally rural and uh, worked from time I was 16, you know, and, and before that we did things around the farm. But I guess my economic development career started. I had about 10 or 11 years in banking. And I was at a bank in Nacogdoches, Texas, and got involved with their local and county chamber of commerce, was the delegate that attended the events. And I was exposed to some projects and some ways that you reach people and you um, help them be successful for businesses. And that just grew to being on the board. And then after that, there was a position with the East Texas Regional Chamber, which was in Longview. And I commuted for that job. When the Regional Chamber dissolved to form the State Chamber and they relocated to Austin, I find my, found myself a single mom with two little kids. And what was I going to do? So many supported me to apply to the Texas Department of Commerce in the end of 1986. So I did moved to Austin and I worked there until 
an opportunity uh, came along. The Texas Industrial Development Council um, was <laughs> moving its office at that time from Texas and Texas A&M University. And you all remember that time as well. There were very few women in economic development. And so um, I applied for that job. The group, the Texas Industrial Development Council group uh, did move the office from A&M. And the reason they moved it is because the organization of professional economic developers wanted to have a stronger voice in helping develop and watch and, and lead legislated issues pertaining to economic development and couldn't do that when it was being run out of Texas A&M. So they moved the office to Austin and we opened the uh, Texas, the standalone office there in Austin and we were able to support economic development efforts. And I saw the practitioners come together and they worked really hard and um, the Texas marketing team at that time was doing marketing efforts for the state and it just flourished from there. Um, great opportunity and we'll, we'll go back to its humble beginnings. Um, from the TIDC, but after that, the SIDC, which is 17 state national economic development group there, their executive director retired and I was asked to apply for that job. So I did, got it and moved to Atlanta for a few years. Um, and then in 2000, I moved back, had an opportunity to move back to Texas. I was ready to come back home and uh, was there with a, um, engineering firm in business development when the job in Frisco, Texas opened up. And for 10 years, I was fortunate enough to work for Jim Gandy and um, Bill Lacey there at that post. And then I moved back home to be closer to my family in 2014, worked for the Nacogdoches EDC, and then formed my own company and worked at the Lufkin EDC on a contract basis until this job opened which now I'm a president CEO of the Texas Forest Country Partnership. So now I'm back on a regional basis. We have 12 counties, seven of which don't even have professional economic development staff in place. So we're kind of like the glue stick, um, helping them move forward with economic development programs and support that they might need along the way. So uh, that's about it. Nancy, that's a, an incredible summary of uh, a lengthy and distinguished career. I, I want to go back and, and ask you uh, more specifically about some of those stops along the way. Um, you know, um, when, you, when you took over the TEDC, tell us about what um, you, you had mentioned it was time for uh, us to have a presence in Austin. Um, and, and become more involved with the legislature uh, and those kinds of things. And that was a that was a, uh, a, a, a difficult move at the time, but it was a move, as you mentioned, that had to be made. And, and of course, um, in the wisdom of the leaders of the TEDC at that time, they selected you um, to be the first executive director. Tell us uh, as, much, as much as you can about what, what was the TEDC like back then? What were TEDC events like? Um, and, and, and just tell us about the TEDC when you took it over um, uh, during that period of time. Well, 
you know, on the positive note, the the leadership of TIDC at that time, um, there were many people that had helped start TIDC that didn't understand the change. And it, you know, change is hard and it wasn't what it was going to be. And, and people had spent a lot of time creating this organization, but the change needed to take place for us to move forward. What it was like, um, well, the books, actually, <laughs> when, we get, when the boxes were delivered, they were in file boxes, there was nothing on a computer. The financials were not, in back in those days, there wasn't a lot of technology like there is today to bring it up to speed, but everything had to be loaded into the computer. Everything had to be um, set up. The membership um, had to be put on a database. Uh, it was it was that part and lacking, but it was not lacking in strong leadership from the members that were current that didn't really want the change to the ones that did for all the right reasons. And I can remember one in particular, Bill Shelton, uh, that was not for it. Years later, in front of everybody, said, you know, I really appreciate everything that you've done. I see where this organization has, how it, what has it become since this change? It's become a, a vital voice in helping um, develop legislation and support legislation on behalf of businesses and economic development for the state of Texas. We are the professional economic developers. We're out there every day. Uh, what it was then uh, was good, but what it is now is really great. And it was because of that change uh, of the people coming together for a common cause to make a difference for business in Texas. Nancy, um, what to what was a what was a typical TEDC event like in those days? Uh, just in terms of attendance, and uh, how how were those days different than perhaps the days now? I know we were. I say I keep saying TEDC, and thank you for um, correctly calling it TIDC at that time. Um, what was a TIDC event like, and um, how was it different? Than, than they are today. I know, of course, the organization was much smaller. I'm just curious uh, for our listeners as well to know uh, just uh, just how things uh, were differently back then compared to today. There was, of course, they were smaller. The gatherings were, everybody brought together. They, you know, I can remember, and I, I see a lot of the old pictures, you know, Governor, Governors would come and attend, but there were very few women in, in, to, in to be a professional economic development. There were very, very few women, a uh, small number of women. It was mainly male dominated, uh, had the regular ed educational sessions when we got together. Um, and for that time, they were good. They led us through those particular times. I, I can remember it was the thing to do. That's how we connected. This was before cell phones. This right. was before uh, social media. And so it was essential 
those times to come together because you could not connect or you didn't connect the way we connect now. Um, it's easier for me to say how it has grown and what it is doing now uh, because of the technology has changed so many things. Yes, we did have the educational and yes, we did maintain, but um, now it is, it is so much better. It's, well, it's, it's yeah, so we're, we know of so many challenges out there today that 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 um, demands us or requires us to come together quickly and effectively to make a difference. Yeah, but, I the, the, the pace of business is so much uh, faster now than it was then. I know I've looked at some old records where um, the TIDC would would often gather the the events would start the annual conference would start like the tuesday after labor day i've i've seen some records of that and go from that tuesday to friday and again everything was at a much slower pace but it, it to your point sure seemed like um a lot of great participation and you know we we owe that to the great leaders that have come before us in our organization. Absolutely, absolutely. So when you left uh, TIDC and, and uh, you you know you went to to Georgia to run SEDC, um, what brought you back? Uh, I know then your your career really took off uh, in local economic development. What brought you back, and where'd you go at that point in time? Well, of course, as children grow and then you have grandchildren <laughs> and I had twin grandsons that were about to be in kindergarten and it was time for me to come home. And before I left Atlanta, I had been hired on by an engineering company that needed someone to connect with corporate real estate execs. So through the economic development profession, you are exposed to different groups that create project leads and they had an office in Dallas so that was my transition point my ticket back to Texas was to transfer to the their Dallas office and that got me closer to home and you know I'm a Texan I mean you can't <laughs> it's it's still there and to come back home and to um connect with everybody here even though you you see them it's just not like putting your feet on texas soil every morning it, it's that means a lot to me well um you got back and um and, and i know you did that for a number of years um what happened next well when i was working there and uh when then went to work for an architectural firm which for a very short period of time and um uh, Bill Lacey called me and said, hey, Nancy, um, there's a position open out here in Frisco. And I have to go back. I met Bill when I was with the East Texas Regional Chamber. We serviced a region of leadership classes and he was with the utility company and everybody was just working hard. But anyway, Bill called me and he said, there's a position out here, uh, Jim Gandy, who I had met when he was in San Marcos and I was working for the state. He said, he's got a position. and uh, at that time, I'm like, okay, 
this really sounds good. He said, but if you are interested, you better call him today and go to lunch because he's about to offer this to somebody else. So I picked up the phone, called Jim Gandy, and he said, get out here. Let me take you to lunch. I want to talk to you. So that's how that happened. And he said, if you'll come, I'll hire you. And those were 10 years of rocking and rolling. The tollway did not even go to into Frisco at that time. And you see what it has become now. So the Economic Development Corporation there plays a great uh, part of that development in that area. And I was surrounded by people, um, a team of people that worked really hard and promoted economic development in the finest of ways. And I couldn't have been happier being in the position I was with, with Jim in that leadership position. And Bill was there as well. So great staff. What a what an amazing opportunity um, when, when you mentioned Bill's name uh, for the listeners that don't know about Bill Lacey, of course, like you, an East Texan um, and someone who has had also had a very distinguished career um, in our business. Um, but, it, but what's, what's so amazing, uh, Nancy, is you've, you've had this uh, career uh, you you had the opportunity to lead us um, away from an all volunteer organization as the first staff person of the TIDC, um, and then be a part of one of the most truly one of the most amazing economic development uh, organizations and success stories, not only in the history of Texas but in the history of the United States. That's that's pretty cool. Well, it was a, a, what, I'm so blessed, and I and I look back and and think, wow, I wish everybody could have had that opportunity. But uh, working for Jim and the staff that they have, and it was it was an amazing experience. Every day, getting up and doing something to help uh, those around you to have a job, to do things to better their business, to watch how something starts from nothing and use and what's so exciting is you use your profession as an economic developer and you're part of a team that works together to make that happen it, it's it you have to go i don't care if the city is huge or if the city is tiny small you still have to go through those basic economic development steps to see things happen it may be the end result may be huge or it may be small but it's all relative it's huge regardless and to see every day everything you do may help to make a, a, wherever you are a better place and um, i learned so much from jim gandy he is um, a remarkable person um, every day doing the right thing and the right steps in the right order uh, makes a difference but i could talk all day about what i've learned in economic development from many many people um, but i'm very proud of this profession and i'm and i've been very fortunate been in places to where it's been very vital and in, in, in helping other people as well well nancy you you um you have the characteristics of what i think are important to all of the folks that have been so successful in our business and and one of those is the fact that you've never stopped learning uh you've never stopped being curious you've never stopped loving 
the importance of our business and our profession. So a couple of years ago, you decided to um, leave the fast paced life of suburban Dallas and head back to East Texas. And you've done uh, some great things now that you're back in East Texas. So tell us about what you've done since you left uh, the Frisco EDC. Well, it was great. It was a, a pleasure to come home. Uh, my dad was getting older and we were trying to get him to move back home as well. So I said, okay, if I move back, will you move back closer to family? And which he did. And, and we had a, a great few months there. But when I went to work for a rural place, you go from a big city atmosphere, growing, sprawling place to the rural part of Texas. Now I have to remember Carlton, I have never lost my rural Texas heart. Even when we were working through Texas marketing team, Team Texas, when there were benefits out there, there was always make sure the rural communities are representative, have an opportunity just like everybody else. Rural Texas is our backbone. Um, I got to experience some challenges that I had never experienced before. Talking about learning something every day, every day was a brand new day. Um, how you do things, you use the basic steps of economic development, but they're different. Your challenges are just different, but they seem to be larger and bigger. You don't have the resources that you have uh, in other places, but that doesn't mean you can't work really hard and make things happen. Um, you really rely on your partners. There are hundreds of economic development friends and family that I have called to ask for advice and guidance. There's resources through to EDC. There's resources all around us. But that's where you really rely on the basics of economic development, the state agencies that are there to assist. Um, and then when I was in Lufkin, it's still rural. Uh, now that I'm with the Texas Forest Country Partnership, um, the 12 counties, we've got distressed counties that were affected by hurricanes and we've got disaster recovery. It's just a total different world, but it's really exciting. Um, it's like an Easter egg hunt trying to find pockets of, you know, that golden egg somewhere that you can crack open and share with everybody. It's, um, they're there. They just have to hunt to find them. Nancy, one of the things I'd like to mention for, for the folks that are, are listening or will be listening is, um, you know, over the years, you've developed some great relationships with, uh, with governors. Um, and, and more recently, uh, with governor Perry and, uh, and then later, uh, our current governor, governor Greg Abbott. Um, and I'd like to mention, uh, again, for those that don't know of your, uh, uh, work on the board of the Texas economic development corporation, uh, go big in Texas. Tell us a little bit about, um, not only that, but about your work with uh, some of our governors uh, the last several years. Wow, wow, okay, so how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> we have all the time we need. You know, uh, Carlton, it's, well, it's not all about me. I've just been 
blessed course in Frisco being able to travel and doing the Texas one and to just to work as a team to promote Texas. Um, but yes, uh, Governor Perry, you have to remember how long Governor, I mean, Governor Perry was our governor. It, you know, even though Clements was in office and then Bush and then uh, Governor Perry, it just seems to me like my most productive economic development years were when Perry was governor and now is Governor Abbott. Um, reaching out to those offices and their staff, getting to know their staffs, you know, how we can help each other and being a resource even for each other has been very, very um, critical to how we advance. Uh, that is the leader of our state is our governor. And um, the more opportunities that we can do to support them and to work with them and to get to know the staff and the leadership, it has just been very helpful and very rewarding. Um, I've been told no a lot of times. I'm not one to not ask a question and I'm not one to bring up a subject that probably later on I wished I didn't, but I did. And but that's how I've learned. Maybe that's why people know me is because I ask a lot of questions and make a lot of comments but um i guess my relationship with them is is um is good i feel very honored to be on the board of the corporation of go big in texas um it's a it's a position that i don't take lightly um Everybody, everybody should be a part of something that is a volunteer effort to make our state where you are a better place. And um, I feel very honored to be in that position. Well, uh, really answered. Did that really answer your question? Yeah, it, it, it did. And, and as I think about, um, you know, what you've said today and, and, and about your career, um, there are not very many people, if any, who are more well-known and have had the kind of uh, all-encompassing career in economic development uh, in the state. Uh, it's, it's really amazing that, that you've had not only this great career, but that you have been involved with so many things. It's, uh, it's remarkable. And, um, uh, you know, you should look back on, on all of the things that you have accomplished um, with a great deal of pride, which I know, I know you will. Um, yeah, but thank you for Carlton. But you know what? It's all, it's not just me. It's, it's the whole team. I've never felt like it was anything that I did particular. I've been so blessed to be part of teams that have worked really hard to make things happen. But. Thank you. You're you're welcome. Um, with m moving with that said, and in, in kind of thinking about um, as you think about where our our profession is going, um, and relating to your leadership experiences uh, in not only at the local level with TIDC as a board member of the Texas Economic Development Corporation as a board member of the TEDC. Um, what, 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 what does the future of our business look like uh, in your mind, um, one? And then uh, where do you see the TEDC going? 
and, and perhaps even broader, where do you see economic development going? Well, <laughs> how about that for a, a, how about that? Okay, so there was three questions there. So what? <laughs> what do I, okay, so let's TEDC. If you if people were to put on the wall a chart of TEDC when it started into then, and you and you always Carlton, you always bring up those trivia questions, you know. And as old as I am, I should be able to have it a hundred percent across the board. But you look at its humble beginnings, and you look at it now, and and the, and the people and the things and the technology and how we have progressed. If you look at the makeup of TEDC today, the educated people, the people that are more knowledgeable, more equipped with tools and the knowledge of technology, whether they use it or not, is because we have TEDC. We have a venue, we have a playground, we have a university, if you want to call it that, whatever you want to call it. We have a fraternity and sorority. We have a place that we go that we learn and we collaborate and we form a lot alliances and partnerships you know your your biggest competitor is the one that teaches you the most and you you compete fiercely but you love each other dearly um tedc provides that and with legislation and with other organizations that come into place that want to do try to do maybe the same thing that we do in a different way. Those are all challenges and I, and different people, different places come into play. But I see TEDC being a stable, moving forward, fast forward organization that changes with time, that changes with the challenges. So we be, So we are the best voice in the world to help form legislation for economic development. Some people may not understand it but it is it but the time has proven it's true it's there if we didn't come together as a group it it would fall by the wayside i think now is more important than ever for us to rally together as a family of economic developers and do the best thing we can to support uphold change or help it remain the same, whatever we need to do to help economic development processes, help businesses that have been here forever to be successful, to continue to be successful, or either change so they can. Um, I've seen, we've all seen it more from one to the other. And if we don't continue to look ahead and prepare for the future, and that's what TEDC offers, that's what we are. It's a, it's a train going down the track and it's got different cars between the caboose and the engine and it's keep going. We need to keep feeding that engine to where we're continually growing and changing and embracing. Embracing change is good if you brace it together in all the right ways. Nancy, one of the things that, that uh, I love about the TDC and I think you were part of creating um, as the first staff person uh, and being a link between the era before there was a, a, an executive staff member like yourself and, and, and the era we currently live in, even though 
we have 850 members and 650 of those active on a daily basis in the economic development realm, it's like we are, and you've mentioned it a couple of times, a family. And, um, uh, you know, as I look back one day when I leave this organization and think about um, what were the great things about it, I really think the, the family atmosphere of the economic development professionals in this state, in a very large state, uh, a large now urban state, that we all know each other, we all compete with each other, but we all work together. It's a pretty cool thing, isn't it? It is, it is an awesome thing. In fact, I have been through more in my personal life with my professional family than I have my biological family. <laughs> if you go back and think of the things um, in time for a lot of us and, and how it, and it affects your personal life and professional life. But yeah, it is definitely a family. Uh, and then when you, you see someone that maybe has already retired, you know, from the fold and has become a consultant, or maybe they're now um, enjoying life in a different way. It's just like seeing a long lost friend. You never lose them in your heart, but seeing them again is, is very, very refreshing. And for lots of reasons, you know, they care. They care immensely. And uh, you go through hard times together, whether it's in business or personal things. I mean, how many of us have been on trips or been in meetings where you've had a family crisis back home and everybody rallies around them at that moment in time? It, it, it is truly amazing. And um, well, Nancy Carol Wyndham, um, <laughs> it, it has been uh, a sincere pleasure and delight to have you kick off what I hope will be uh, many, many uh, of these podcasts, of these recordings that I hope will, um, will help uh, the economic development professionals that are, are following us um, in understanding uh, what it means to all of us to be in economic development. But also, uh, as you know, I'm passionate about our history, uh, the history of this organization, which, by the way, um, and, and I say this with humility, it parallels the history, uh, the, or at least the modern history of economic development in our state, in our great state. And um, we're blessed uh, to have you as the first um, uh, person to do one of these podcasts, but, but we're blessed to uh, have had your many contributions to economic development in our state. Well, thank you, Carlton. I appreciate it. And thank you for the opportunity to be able to um, visit with you and the rest of the world uh, about economic development, about TEDC, and, and um, just a, a pleasure and a, a, a joy. And look forward to many, many more memories as we move forward. And we've got a lot of work to do. I do say, though, I embrace the past and it's easy for me to get caught up in the past and we need to honor the past, but we also need to remember we've got to stay focused and move forward with new, new ways and, and up to date ways and, and just be together. So thank you so much for your leadership. Thank the staff for everything that they do 
to help these programs, to put these pieces of the puzzle together for us every time we meet and um, bringing new things to the table. Uh, but thank you for your leadership and for those that have been in the same position. And we look forward to seeing you soon at our conference. Nancy, um, what, a, what a great wrap up to a, a, a wonderful conversation this morning. Um, you are a great American and an even greater Texan. Thanks for, for sharing your thoughts today. And I've got a feeling that uh, we're, gonna we're gonna have to have you back on at <laughs> some point down the road. Will be my pleasure. Thank you so much, Carlton. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Take care. Right, you too. Bye-bye.